Welcome to the Wild and Wonderful Beyond podcast. This is a podcast about the state of West Virginia, the people and the culture that have affected the state. Join me every week as we discuss hot topics about the state of West Virginia and what makes this such a great state. Welcome everybody to the first week of the Wild and Wonderful Beyond podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I think we're going to have a cool topic. It is the 10 most interesting towns in the state of West Virginia. But before that, let me introduce you to the podcast a little bit and about myself. The podcast will be broken up into two segments. The first segment will be the introduction. The second segment, I'll usually bring on a guest, usually my friend or somebody else in the state of West Virginia, to discuss the topic of the week. These topics will vary week to week by the person that I will have on the podcast. They will cover an array of topics that have to deal with the culture, the people, and the areas of West Virginia and what makes this such a great state. And who am I, you may ask? My name is Andrew Schenberg. I have lived in West Virginia for over 20 years and live in a town called Winfield, West Virginia. I have been to every county in the state and seen what it has to offer. I currently go to Marshall University, and I am studying mechanical engineering and am pursuing a minor in business. So now that we're past the boring stuff, let's get to the fun part. My first guest this week is Matt Durgan. He currently goes to Waynesburg University and runs cross-country for them. And today we are going to discuss our 10 favorite towns. We're going to jump straight into this podcast where I can work some kinks out and figure out how to make this podcast better in the future. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. So, Matt, shall we start? Yeah, I think we should. Okay, what's your number 10? Uh, well, I had to think about these for a while. I, I've i been to a lot of towns. I think number 10 would have to be Mannington, actually. Ooh, Mannington. Actually, uh, that's a pretty cool town. What uh, what did you expect when you went into this town? I actually had no expectations going into this town. I didn't really, actually didn't really know it existed until we went through there. Yeah. We, we left Fairmont and headed up that way. We passed some guys doing some... Odd rotisserie chicken. <laughs> They're cooking rotisserie chicken on the side. It's only one thing you find in the state of West Virginia is rotisserie chickens on the side of the road. But no, the town itself was really quite cool as well. There were some cool like steeples. It it was a summer day in the middle of the day, but you, you kind of felt like you were the only people there. It was kind of an ominous feel. But all right, well, yeah, cool we talked about town. my number yeah, ten. Yeah. What's your number ten? Um, my number ten is somewhere on the very far northeastern part of the state is Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Oh, wow. Um, I know it's a national park, but I've always found it very cool going through the narrow streets of downtown. Um, very historical place. So um, it's always been somewhere that I've uh, enjoyed going, uh, seeing the history of West Virginia, seeing John Brown's raid. And uh, the town itself, I mean, has very uh, great character to it. It, uh, I don't know, it just sort of fits the feel of West Virginia and the history of West Virginia and what it 
just the the essence and the feel of it. It's just mm-hmm. it feels great. That's a very a very historical town. Appalachian Trail actually goes through there. I think. Oh no! Yeah, we got to walk a mile of it or so. <laughs> it's like oh, I guess we walked the Appalachian Trail, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if we can uh, really claim that. But uh, yeah, Harper's Ferry's just I don't know. Sort of just been a interesting town for me and area. So uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I have to. Gr- I, I didn't include that one in my list, but that was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe an honorable mention or something. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So, what's your number nine on your list? Uh, number nine is a little town in Greenbrier County, actually, Raynell. Oh, Raynell. Ooh. Uh, it was a sort of like a hidden gem town. We were driving through that uh, on a trip one time, and we we're headed to Lewisburg, and we passed through there. You kind of wind down. You go up to the top of a mountain and just come down into a valley, and then. Like right now, just kind of meets you there. Yeah, it's sort of like how you enter in Hinton, sort of like going down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right now was an interesting town, especially their high school there. Um, oh yeah, yeah, around the corner. That uh, was a. Uh, it's just a very pretty valley area. And yeah, yeah, a lot of green, and you yeah. can see why they call it Greenbrier County. Yeah, <laughs> guess you could say that. But uh, yeah, that what's, one was definitely a surprise. What's your list. number nine? Uh, number nine for me is a uh, place close to home. It is Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Oh, wow. So, uh, Point Pleasant is just a cool town because obviously you got the Mothman lure and all that. Uh, obviously you had, uh, supposedly they said the first Revolutionary War uh, battle there between Cornstalk and uh, the other army. Um, and then the town itself, uh, it's very unique. You're on the conversion of two rivers. Um, it's just pretty ominous. You go through there and it's just like, oh, this is very weird. And you go across the other side of the valley and yeah. then, uh, Gallopolis is a completely different animal. But, yeah. uh, going to those abandoned bunkers. Oh, yeah. That's a treat. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. an experience in yeah. itself. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know that, we went to, uh, these abandoned bunkers just in the middle of nowhere in Point Pleasant. Uh, supposedly the Mothman, uh, went to this TNT site and, uh, it uh they're just abandoned and you just go in there and yeah. they're just they're, we went there on a cold night in October and it's it's uh it's pretty ominous. It's very creepy. I actually have Point Pleasant, the town itself, a little bit higher on my list. It's number seven. Um I don't, yeah. I don't know. I I like the feel of uh Point Pleasant just has a cool cool atmosphere around yeah, it. It has definitely. has a lot of history with, you know, the French and Indian War, um Revolutionary War. You got point uh, the Mothman, the bridge collapse. There's all sorts of stuff, and it just definitely. So like, Matt, what's your number eight? Culminates. Uh, number eight, uh, town called Weirton, West Virginia. Oh, Weirton has okay. a uh, lot of uh, one of those steel towns on the Ohio River. There, uh, a lot of rich steel history. Oh yeah. Um, very. Some would say dilapidated right now. Um, it's kind of. We went there in the summer, like late August time, and uh, it's kind of run down. But there's also you can see like a lot of big houses, a lot of historical uh, steel factories. From it's just a town of like you know what once was. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Uh, that one will make an appearance on my list later, but I want to expound on that one later. Uh, I find pretty cool, but Weirton's definitely a uh, definitely a cool town. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, what's your number eight? My number eight is a town called Wheeling, West Virginia. 
Um, me and my other friend, uh, Aaron Cobb, um, he's going to be making appearances on this podcast, but uh, no spoiler alerts. But uh, yes, Wheeling uh, has always been a uh, fun town. We always go up to a basketball tournament up there every year and see the top high school teams in the state. Um, but it used to be the state capital, West Virginia. Um, very cool history. It had used to have the longest suspension bridge in the whole entire country. If you didn't know that, there's a fun fact. But uh, yes, it's just the downtown's cool. Um, you can, it's very old and historic. Oglesby Park uh, always has one of the best light shows in the whole entire country. Is actually rated. Um, you've also been to Oglesby Park many times for yeah for, for um, camps and yeah, yeah stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool area. Um, probably wouldn't make most people's uh, top ten cities, but or uh, top ten towns. But eh, it's cool to me. So, uh, yeah. what's your number seven? Um, number seven was Point Pleasant, and I kind of already talked about, uh, yeah. really enjoy that town, but what's yeah. your number seven? Uh, number seven for me, um, I'm going to cheat here, and I'm going to use two towns, but they serve the same purpose because they're in the same area. Um, that is Thomas and Davis, West okay. Virginia. Um, this is another cool area. Um, in Thomas, you have the, uh, Purple Fiddle. A lot of big bands, like folk bands, so I like listening to folk music. It's uh, always been like something that I've always enjoyed, and that's always been a hotbed for uh, folk music. And uh, they're all they're close to Canaan Valley, which Canaan Valley is probably the most scenic part in our state. Um, mm-hmm. Always been just a cool area to visit, and to, you could say probably minus Lewisburg, our most uh, tourist town in the state. So, uh, oh yeah, I it's... like what they're doing in that part of the. Yeah, near a lot of ski areas. It's kind of like a plateau, almost like really high up elevation. Right, right. Um, yeah, it has that kind of almost like an out west touristy feel. Not like you, know, you get a lot of travelers in that area, but it's also like just kind of eclectic. And our ba- our favorite band, the Collection, uh, they had a concert there, didn't yeah, they? Well, you missed it. We, there, yeah, yeah, we didn't get to go, but yeah, that was a yeah. uh, Purple Fiddle. Yeah. yeah. So mad. What is your number six? Uh, six would be, uh, the town of Grafton, West Virginia. Grafton, okay. Um, there is a, there's a rich amount of history in that town. Um, we just went there this past summer. It was my first time there. Um, a lot of railroad, uh, history. There was a big hotel that used to serve a lot of railroad, uh, especially during the Civil War era and post-Civil War era. Um, they have the, uh, the... The church there, um, I think it's either Methodist or some some denomination that founded mm-hmm. Mother's Day. Right, yeah. Uh, cool. So, yeah, that's a pretty cool factoid for people who don't live outside the, or don't yeah. live in the state, is that uh, West Virginia is the, they started Mother's Day at the, yeah. the church there in Grafton. Also, you got the, uh, the legend of the Grafton County Monster, if you ever uh, yeah. look that up. It's yeah, that one's been... pretty cool, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of different legends. I think is the Grafton monster in the uh, Fallout game, or I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't played. I'm much not a big gamer, but uh, <laughs> no. uh, Fallout's. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's a legend in that town. So yeah, Grafton is. What's, what's your number six on the list? Um, my number six is a town that is the most southern town in the state of West Virginia, and that is War, West Virginia. War. Yeah, that's uh, that's on my list. Is number four yeah. actually. Guess, oh wow! Yeah, so we can talk about that now. That's uh, definitely a cool town. Uh, yeah. Just the town itself, the name War. Um, you think of names in the state. It general. It has one of the coolest names in the state. War just sounds like 
oh, I'm going to go play football at war or something. It yeah. just sounds genuinely like a cool name. But right. I, itself, that's where um, the Rocket Boys um, went to high school, um, was in war. Um, right. yeah. you, you drive into war, it's like you drop down into this valley. Um, oh, yeah. You're coming up above a hill. It's, it's a steep, steep valley, and you're just kind of, yeah, it's like a one one road town. Very... Right, right. You go through it, and there's... Not too many too many businesses, but the businesses that are there, they you can tell that they serve the community, and uh, it seems like a tight knit community. It, it kind of almost feels like you're in the '60s or '70s. I would right you know, when you drive through the town, like right. It seems like it really hasn't moved out of that time period. It seems yeah. uh, like frozen in time. Yeah, so, and then yeah. when you get to the middle school there, of the old high school that used to be there, you get that gym that's uh, towards the back of the middle school. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely throws you back. Uh, back in time oh yeah yeah well we're done with our first five let's go to the break and we'll be right back welcome back from the break um ready to get started back again matt yeah okay um what's your number five uh number five is uh lewisburg that's mine too Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> number five. Man, we're uh, pretty consistent. Lewisburg, uh, yeah, it, Lewisburg. It's wow. It's a very beautiful town. Um, yeah, definitely the most touristy town in our state uh, by yeah, far. I would one of them. Say. Um, yeah, the, there's a lot of very like pasture land in that area. Um, a lot of kind of green mountains, um, but the the town itself of Lewisburg is just feels like you're in the like you'd be in the 1700s or something like just like the the bricks and um the old time like shops and restaurants definitely um you just get a get a feel that you're in the revolutionary war days um yeah um, town itself was named after andrew lewis uh, yeah a war general from that time so right just shows the age of that town yeah um definitely going in it to me um and it for me, uh, I didn't uh, really have any expectations for it. I, you always hear all, all over the state it's a nice uh, town, but going into it, uh, we went there this summer, and it was the first time I've actually went into the town of Lewisburg, and it surprised me. It's uh, definitely a gem. I'd say it's definitely a top fifteen to ten um, mountainish town in the United States. They, so, uh, yeah, they host the uh, the West Virginia State Fair there. Definitely, yeah, I've never um, been to the state fair. Have you? No, I've I've not been um in my life but i'd definitely go back just to see lewisburg again and <laughs> they definitely have that great mall too <laughs> yeah uh, that's a treat <laughs> so uh that's for another episode malls yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want to talk about that mall but uh all right yeah. so i guess since our number uh five is the same we can uh yeah what's your number four uh number four was war which you know we already, already yeah, mentioned yeah, was, war. Uh, i mean i basically had the same tour experience uh yeah there that you had uh yeah. i guess what's your number four um my number four is um a town that we've already covered uh weird in west virginia um like matt said very cool steel town uh, when you drop into the town you see just this giant steel mill um that's just in the center of the town um this could tell what the united states was at one point um and the state with the big uh big manufacturing was in the state it's uh, definitely a uh, special town and uh you really feel for the people up there because you had so much industry and then uh luckily they've kept some of that industry through natural gas and all that stuff um mm-hmm. but you had a, a lot of jobs leaving a lot of people um mm-hmm. 
but the remnants of it definitely uh definitely cool history oh yeah yeah um i guess we can go into three now we're in a top three new three yeah uh, so what's your number three uh number three we're gonna go back up to the eastern panhandle uh shepherdstown Ooh, shepherdstown so, uh that's you know right, right across the border from maryland mm-hmm. um it's it was rated like uh one of the most haunted towns oh yeah in the definitely United states um by a lot of different uh, magazines and such uh it's uh home to shepherd university um it's a cool little town it's kind of like on a like a hilly area near the um near the shenandoah um a lot of civil war history in that area mm-hmm. yeah um kind of had just like a quiet town feel i can i can yeah. kind of see why it'd be ranked like yeah like haunted town um yeah. i really enjoyed it it just had a nice small town like a nice college feel yeah. um just a beautiful part of the state so yeah. fun fact about shepherdstown too every single year um the democratic party of the united states meets at the bavarian inn uh, for their yearly meetings um i actually didn't know that until i went to shepherdstown my first time um it's a cool fact oh uh, wow yeah, yeah. it's it's i mean it's close to dc so I yeah could, yeah that's yeah, Republicans meet in Greenbrier, and Democrats meet in uh, Shepherdstown. So, yeah, <laughs> oh, the political center of the state of the country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. What's your number three? Um, my number three is a town in the southern part of the state. Again, um, I love that southern part. It is Welch, West Virginia. Ooh, Welch. <laughs> that's an odd uh, third. Oh, some might consider it odd. What? Yeah. What's your reasoning? Uh, Welch is just. In the middle of nowhere. I mean, like, literally, it's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you have to travel probably three hours from her house to get there. Um, the history of Welch, uh, if you don't know McDowell County, it was uh, used to have a population center of about 100,000, but now it's down to about 18,000. Um, so it's definitely a lot of empty places, but the feeling that you get there is just rich in history the people there uh, seem very genuine. Uh, John F. Kennedy actually won the election uh, his first time around by going down there because West Virginia was seen as a swing state there. Um, mm-hmm. So his trip to Welch really, uh, really solidified his chance at presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see through the downtown, uh, through uh, just what type of town it was and what it meant to the people there. It's uh very special to me. Yeah, a lot of a lot of coal people used to live there. I mean, I'm sure as I know, it was hit hard when whenever a lot of the coal jobs were lost. Right. Which, yeah, me- mechanization of coal has really hurt uh, the state from the 70s all the way up to the policies um, up to 2016 or so. Uh, it really hurt our state as far as uh, yeah, as far as coal, uh, coal mining goes. Um, it, it's really hard to see the impact of yeah. what it does to communities right yeah i have i think we both have one later down on the list that uh really brings that that point home even a little bit harder but oh, definitely uh, definitely <laughs> yeah those coal towns are pretty they're they're sad to see but they're also you know pretty cool one of the it if you travel the united states and you want to see place that feels like no other part of the country i can definitely say go to the southern coal fields oh yeah uh, for sure it's it's like a ghost town feel, but it's it's not like those out west ghost towns. It's like a people still live there. Like yes, people still commute but, there and yeah. live there. It's 
Very. Nothing to do but old buildings and. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Old buildings. I don't know how to describe it. You just have to go there. Yeah. All right. Numero dos. What's your number two, Matt? We're down to the. We need a drum roll for these the last two. Uh, my number two is Jaeger. Um, it's actually not spelled how you would think. It's like I. A-E-G-E-R. Jaeger, West Virginia. uh, Yeah, uh, interesting name. Um, Very, maybe an underrated town, some would say. Um, If you can call these towns under. Yeah, I don't even know who you can necessarily Um, consider as a town, but it's... uh, I went here, here, what, two summers ago? Uh, It was my first time for a lot of these towns. Um, Very, you get a very ghost town feel when you go here oh, there's a brand new elementary school right, right across the creek from the, the downtown area um but the, the town itself is it, it feels like it's just like uh, totally abandoned but you still have these buildings that are from you know the 50s the 40s that are just these like old general stores these these furniture places um just a there's I don't know. It's I don't know how to describe it. There's an old fire truck that's just sitting there from like an old fire truck, uh, like 30s, 40s era, and it looks like know. the town has not been touched in yeah, it's 50 like years. it looks like a scene out of a movie that's trying to represent a historical place. There's a lot of church churches, some of them which are abandoned. Um, some may still have people, but you really don't see any people there. It's no. it's it's an odd. Odd town. I, I really love it though. It's uh, uh, I took some photos there last time I was there. It's I don't know. It's just you gotta really go there to experience that one. Yeah, that's something we want to encourage in this podcast is actually traveling the state and uh, exploring these places because West Virginia really is a unique place. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of hidden places and it's yeah. places you really wouldn't expect. I mean, it's just you like, can just see a lot of different aspects of culture, a lot of different different. Um, it's like an historical museum, only it's not. it's still still alive yeah. in some sorts. I mean, yeah. may not look like it, but it def it yeah. has its own flair. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, I guess time to talk about your number two. What? Well, my number two has already been spoken about. That was Grafton, West Virginia. Um, definitely cool history. Um, like we've said in the in the other stuff, but uh, it definitely holds a special place. Uh. That old gym there. I know you didn't wreck it. <laughs> we didn't bring that up. Yeah, yeah that gym. It's, it, they, so their high school has a gym from like 1926 or something. It It mm-hmm. is just... The school looks like it's from the 70s. With the gym, it's, you can definitely yeah, tell. Yeah, it's like it's, old stone. and Right. You don't really see much, much architecture like of high schools like that nowadays. No. I mean, especially in West Virginia, you get those new yeah. just copy and paste high schools. That, I mean, yeah. You just you get the same. I mean, I guess Fairmont High School is definitely, yeah, definitely one. But that that one stands out of the state is definitely okay. Number definitely one, I don't even think it needs an introduction. Yeah, but, uh, I think we both picked the same number one. So, yeah, uh, I don't even have to look at your list to know what number one is. Uh, um, well, another southern part of the state, um, right on the border of Kentucky, uh, but in West Virginia as uh, Williamson. <laughs> yes, Williamson, West Virginia. Absolutely uh, wild town. Uh, I, I don't even know where to start with this town. This town. Uh, well, okay, we've been here. 
been here uh, twice. Me, yeah, we've been here twice. One time was in the summer. Uh, two years ago. It's two mm, summers ago. Two years, yeah, because we went on that Welch trip, and then it materialized into another trip, because, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was during the day. Um, we saw, so they have two abandoned high schools within, like, five miles in that area. Yeah, yeah. One's in downtown Williamson, yeah. Williamson High School. And then one's outside of the town a little bit. So you got Magnolia High School and then Williamson Old High School. Williamson uh, closed in 2009. Looks like it has not been touched yeah. uh, at all. It's kind of odd architecture also. It's kind of yeah. planted on a hill, just some yeah. kind of tube-like structures. It's yeah. kind of weird. And then driving to Magnolia, Magnolia just looks absolutely trash. And <laughs> yeah, it closed the graffiti same thing. and everything. Yeah. But it looks kind of new, the school itself. It's, it's really strange to see. Yeah. Um, I really don't know how like to... Like apocalyptic almost. Like, yeah. Yeah. This um, is weird. And then driving to... driving back from there, you also get uh, that rail yard. Uh, mm-hmm. That huge rail yard. It used to be one of the biggest rail towns in the United States east of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's huge. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're but... Just... Uh, you want to tell the story about the second time we went to Williamson, though? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, the first time we got some cool vibes, but I don't yeah. think it would be nearly as high up on our list if we didn't have our second experience of the town. Um, so we were driving back from uh, some other states. Uh, we came up through Williamson. Didn't really think much. We wanted to see the abandoned high school again. It was kind of, it was like dusk in the summertime, and so it was kind of like that um sort of ominous feel uh as you can see the theme's kind of like ominous we like ominous towns it's <laughs> <laughs> like morons but uh it's it's sort of like you have to see there to believe it type yeah of thing. we um but anyways we we drove into the town we were taking some pictures at the abandoned high school and we noticed some blinking blue light at the top of the hill like above the high school yeah and so we really get curious and we we drive up there in the car yeah, and there's, it's keep blinking. So it's it says Williamson Hospital, but the the uh, sign it's like a neon sign. It's blinking like almost like a, like you'd see in like the Joker movie or something. Yeah, it's like nineteen like seventies like psychiatric hospital yeah, there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, just like that slow blinking, of the neon sign, and we're like, okay, this is kind of weird. So we drive yeah. up, we make a loop around the perimeter of the parking lot. There's no cars, no cars. There's caution tape around the emergency bay where you, the ambulances come yeah. in. Um, and yeah, at this point, I'm like, what in the world like, is going it, on? It is the most transcendent and freaky experience I maybe ever had in my life. Because this see. is during like the peak of like COVID, so like, yeah, we're like, what, what's going on here? Like, yeah. why is there a hospital? It's closed down, and yeah, and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just it still sends chills and chills down yeah. my body today. Um, yeah, that was just a crazy experience. And then uh, they also have another abandoned hospital. Well, not you not even far away from there too. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Later we learned that uh, they both closed down because of just financial issues. They yeah. can't support right. But uh, yeah, that's you know, which pretty... you get with a lot of these uh, southern towns the financial impact and all that because. Uh, at one point, uh, Williamson was in the national news for like having, like, 
like, I don't know, 300-some grams of opioid per, like, mm-hmm. per yeah, citizen or something. It was, hit, it was it, hit hard by oh, the yeah. opioid yeah. epidemic. Um, but that's uh, weird. You get, like, other towns across the border, you get over to Belfry, Ohio, and you look like it looks like some prosperous town, and then Pikeville. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Pikeville's doing well up in the area. It's not yeah. even, that's pretty close by. Williamson yeah. just... It's own breed, and it's yeah. not a good breed. <laughs> it's falling but, apart uh, quickly, but yeah, um, but. definitely tells a story. But uh, yeah, it tells the story of you know what once was. I think in maybe the most dramatic way. You know, two Duke. closed down high schools, a closed down hospitals, a giant railroad that's mainly abandoned, except for maybe one or two trains. Right, um, right. It's just very cool to see, but very sad at the same time. Definitely, definitely. Well, um, I want to say thank you um, for listening up to this point in the podcast. Um, If you'd like to know more, follow us here on Spotify, where you can find us on Instagram at Andrew Schoenberg or the Wild and Wonderful Beyond podcast on Instagram. Thank you and have a good day.